Welcome to I'll Remember That. Hi, my name is Drew Beebe, and this show is about the life advice that, for whatever reason, just sticks with you. Each episode, I'm going to share a piece of advice that someone has taught me, but then we're going to reach out to that person and pick it apart. So let's get into it. Today's advice is plan your free time as aggressively as you plan your work time. Tell me if this sounds familiar. It's Sunday night, you're headed to bed, and a thought hits you. Where did the weekend go? I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me, and I really do believe that treating your weekends a little bit more like a workday, as counterintuitive as it is, goes a long way to actually enjoying your free time more. This advice comes from a TV host I worked with in the Hamptons named Nick Layton, who also hosts his own podcast about manners and etiquette called Were You Raised by Wolves? Nick was nice enough to find time in his schedule to talk to me about free time. Nick, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I first want to start out with um, kind of reliving the moment where you gave me this advice. You want to you want to come down memory lane? Sure, because I actually I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I say a lot of things that I think are probably profound that I don't remember. So <laughs> heavy hangs the crown of. Yeah. So I'm, I'm delighted to see what pearls of wisdom I was able to offer you. Yeah, well, we were in a restaurant somewhere outside of Sag Harbor, mm-hmm. and I was complaining, as I often do, about how my weekend was kind of unfulfilling, and I just ended up, you know, sitting around. And you offered some advice, and you said, you know, you really need to plan your weekends as aggressively as you plan your work week. And I thought that was really interesting. Do you remember this advice? Is this advice that that you give out often, or was this just like a spur of the moment thing? Oh, I mean, I give so much unsolicited advice that I mean, okay. who can keep track? But right. I believe I said it. I mean, because it's something I do believe. So I, I'm sure I did say it to you if you were complaining in some restaurant. I was like, oh, can you just please stop talking so we can order? That was yeah, probably exactly, where right. we were going with that. Yeah, no, I, I I'm very mindful. I think in general of how I spend my time. Because I think time, that's the ultimate luxury. Like, you know those people who pretend to be super busy? Like, oh, I'm so busy. I worked 180 hours this week. Sure. And they feel like that's impressive somehow. For me, that is not impressive. What is impressive is, no, I'm not that busy. I have a lot of free time, a lot of leisure. For me, that, that is impressive. I would love to be sitting on my couch eating bonbons. Like, I would love that <laughs> and not have to work. So... I think that's sort of my default setting is like, oh, there's never enough time. And so I'm just very mindful of how I spend it. Probably more mindful of how I spend my time than how I spend my money. Hmm. And so that's, I think, a baseline sort of principle. But also, I think a lot of us also have goals in our lives. Like, we always have professional goals. And I think a lot of people are more clear about those than their personal goals. And I think we also spend a lot more time working on how we're going to achieve our professional goals. But we don't actually spend that much time thinking about like, oh, how are we going to achieve the other things I want to do in life? Like, Mm -hmm. I want to do a vacation to Anger Wat. I want to learn a language. And we have these sort of ideas that are vague, but we have no plan to actually do it. 
And planning does take some time. And so you have to actually be a little aggressive with planning that free time as much as you are with planning like work time. So I think that's probably part of like the flavor. And then I think the last thing is just in New York City, you got to make an effort because Love Island, UK, season three, PS, great season. It Uh looks the same on my TV here as it would in Manhattan, Kansas. So why am I spending so much money living in New York City Mm. if my experience in New York City could be identical to somewhere way cheaper? And so for me, it's like, oh, you got to step it up and you got to really make an effort in your free time to take advantage of all the things that you are currently paying for with your tax dollars and the cost of living. And if you're not, well, then what are you doing? Does it stress you out ever to to do this level of, of planning in your free time? Is is that process of planning ever like not worth the payoff of, you know, what you have planned? Well, I mean, I don't have like... Uh, Monday.com Gantt charting for my free time. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, it's it's not that. It's just more of a mindfulness of Mm -hmm. just a respect for my time and how I want to spend it. And just being very careful with that and treating time as something that is precious and not something to be wasted. It's why I'm always on time for meetings. It's always why I'm super unhappy when people are late for me, because I think that's disrespectful. Like time as a concept, uh, I think is just important. And so I I just don't want to waste time in general. But like this weekend, I have some things on my list and like, oh, I want to go check out this new bakery and I want to like go and see this other thing. And I want to go see some art galleries that are on my list. And like, I have a list of things I'd like to do. Uh, and if I didn't make that list, I probably wouldn't leave the house. You know, I'd probably mm-hmm. just stay under the covers and, and drink coffee and hang out, which would be relaxing. But then I would kind of probably feel a little guilty. Like, oh, you did want to do those things. Do you plan the under the cover drinking coffee time? Do you plan just like sort of loose relaxation time or that's like just open spaces on your calendar? Or, ha- you know, because a lot of people think of the weekend, you know, as okay, this is my time to lie back and, you know, not do anything, quote unquote. Well, but I think that's fine if you're making a thoughtful choice about how you want to spend that time. So I definitely look at my calendar like, oh, this day is going to be long. I think we just need to make sure that that evening is clear. Or, Mm. oh, this is probably going to be a long week. You know, let's uh, let's just clear the weekend and not actually schedule anything. Um, But it's a conscious decision. I don't like arriving at the weekend being like, oh, I hadn't thought about it. And here we are. Do you do you have a uh, do you have any model any any person that you see as like a exemplary uh, you know time user time preparer you like a Tim Ferriss guy Oh gosh <laughs> um, No I and I don't really actually like those time management gurus like the getting things done uh, approach or you know the to doist versus things versus omnifocus battles. Uh, and all of that. I mean, I think you spend so much time planning your day, you actually don't experience your day or do anything. So Mm. I actually try and be very light with my actual planning. So in terms of the gurus, the time gurus, I mean, I guess I look to Oprah. I feel like she has a pretty nice work-life balance. Um, Or anybody who has good work-life balance. That's really Mm. what it is. It's not about like how you spend your time. It's just like, have you got the balance right? And Mm. that's what I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. Well, Nick, my, my last question is just, is there any piece of advice that you've gotten that has always stuck with you and who gave it to you? Oh, oh, that's a good question. I think one thing that maybe has stuck with me goes back to my high school graduation commencement. And mm. who remembers that? 
Like, who remembers what anybody said that day? But I actually do remember. It was the chemistry teacher. And for whatever reason, she I guess we couldn't get a celebrity. And so she gave <laughs> the commencement address. And she was sort of talking about not waiting for something to happen to sort of start your life or be happy. I think she was giving examples like, we often feel like, oh, once I graduate from high school, well then I'll be happy and this new thing will start. Or I just need to get through college and then my life will start and I'll be happy. Or I need to get married and then, or I need to have a baby and then dot, dot, dot. And she was saying like, no, no, life is starting. It's happening to you now, you're in it. Like this is it. Um, Mm -hmm. There aren't future things where it then starts. That's not how this works. So realize that and now get on board and don't wait for these other things to happen for uh, future things that you might want to do or decide to do or, you know, delay your happiness. Do it now because now is what is happening. And so that always stuck with me from high school. And I always, I think, try and be mindful of that idea of uh, just taking advantage of every day, which I think is how our previous advice, which is like, oh, take advantage of your free time, I think mm-hmm. probably maybe comes back to this moment, which is like, oh yeah, carpe diem. Cliche, mm-hmm. but you know, it's a good one. Nick, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. And also thank you for giving me the advice. I, I have to admit, I don't always follow it to a T, but I try and uh, I think it was great advice. Well, I will be sending you a thank you note on my custom stationery for our time today. Great, wonderful. <laughs> It was great to catch up with Nick, and in addition to approaching free time with a work mentality, I love the idea of thinking about your personal goals the same way you think about career goals. Okay, now I'd like to read some of the advice that you submitted. This one comes from Brooke. Yes, Brooke is my mom's name, and no, this is not a coincidence. She says, to enjoy a pleasant event three times as much, you can first anticipate it, second, enjoy it, and third, reminisce about it. Do you have any advice that stuck with you? I want to know. Send it to me in a review for this show on Apple Podcasts, and I'll read one after each episode. Okay, that's it for me. Thank you for listening. I'll see you on the next one.